Support for For The Players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FTP at au.manscaped.com. If my math is correct, and it might just be, that's about 8 million balls. For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by The Man Shake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Man Shake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast of 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that game is meeting. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I to answer every single comment if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it or you can help support the brand to help support us just like the team over at manscaped if you head over to au.manscaped.com use the promo code ftp get yourself 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping but we'll have more to say about them later Max, we are recording very late on a Sunday evening. Because- yeah, so I was going ma- to make the joke when we start the show because we always introduce ourselves. I was going to be like, uh, you, you were going to be like, I'm Ryan Betson. And I was going to be like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I am so fucking tired. I'm absolutely rooted. So once again, we had a busy weekend. And then I greatly underestimated how long something takes on a Sunday. Hence where recording so late before we get into that man how are you how's things not too bad i've um i've had my mom down for the better part of all of this week pretty much oh uh, my grandma got into town yesterday thursday so i i now have my mum at my house my grandma is at my house also had my sister and her partner stay over on saturday night we just had this big family gathering on on saturday for uh, kind of to, to get together as like a memorial type thing for my, my uncle who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Mm. So we did like this big, massive family gathering and that went for like all day Saturday. And then Saturday night, we, we busted out the, like the literal slide projector and had like a oh, family no. slide night. It was fucking awesome. And then I promptly fell asleep at like 10 o'clock Saturday night and woke up at eight o'clock this morning. 
And I'm just like, I have to work tonight. Oh. Maybe I'll have a nap. And then I just realize that my wife and my kid are in one room asleep. Mm-hmm. My mom is sleeping in the spare bedroom mm-hmm. and my grandma is sleeping in my bedroom because I'm obviously not using my bed tonight because I work night shifts. And I'm just like, I forgot nowhere to nap. Mm. <laughs> so I've had about four cups of coffee since <laughs> five o'clock tonight. How do you predict this so, going for the evening? Well, because you, have, oh, a new, you have a new coffee Edward. machine now. No one cares, but I'm telling them anyway. <laughs> So by the time I finish work tomorrow morning, I will have been awake for 24 hours. And then I'm just going to come home and die Monday morning. Yeah, hard luckily, it means Luckily, because my mom's here, it means I don't have to wake up at my normal time because I have an in-house babysitter at the moment. Yeah. So my wife can go to work and I can just schnooze. So that's the plan. That that is the, like, that is literally mom, the best possible outcome, really. Mom's gonna mom's gonna take her out for the day, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna catch up on some schnoozes. Awesome! That sounds Hopefully. fantastic. <laughs> Although my body has this tendency to be like, it's midday, you got to get up, and it doesn't matter whether or not I have an mm. alarm set. I just wake up because that's what time I wake up. So hopefully we can shake that, but we'll see. Fingers crossed for you. Fingers crossed. How's uh how's your week been? Uh look, I'll talk about my weekend first, and then I'll touch upon my week. So weekend's been interesting, very, very full. Uh so I had Papa Betson come over. So I had my dad come over yesterday at Saturday, time of recording. Uh he, myself, and my son spent the day together, which was great. Had a ton of fun with that. Um, you know, which was very, very cool. So um, I haven't really touched, well, I might touch about it later, but yeah, so we spent the day together. We got a haircut, as you can see, we've got a lovely new do. Uh, it's the same haircut I always get. My son got a new haircut. We then went to Bunnings and I bought a whippersnipper uh, and went, then we went to the uh, pop culture Ooh. meal market. You have a whippersnipper. I may need to borrow that. <laughs> Deal. Because I mowed my lawn and I'm just like, I, can't, I don't have a fucking snipper and there's just grass along the walls. Well, that's why, that's why I still say I had the same thing. I mowed all the lawns and went, I have a house inspection real soon. I need to fucking get a hold of this. So uh, <laughs> you are more than welcome to come borrow my whippersnipper. Um, but yeah, so I did that. That was fun. We went to Mill Market. We went to the, the the Mill Market Pop Culture Warehouse. My son loves it. He calls it the superhero shop because obviously it's tons of superhero stuff. So we went there and he showed my dad all the statues and all the toys. And just pretty much spent the entire time going, Papa, look at this. Papa, look at this. Papa, look at this. And it was perfect. It was exactly what my dad want, my dad wanted and needed and also what my son needed as well, which is great. And it was good for me as well. And today, uh, as I tend to do like most weekends now, I think I've talked about it in like a big handful of the last shows, is I went to a wrestling show again. Um, you my friends over at DMDU. Um, I have been coming more and more involved in the backside of, of it all um whether it be in ring crew helping seeing up the ring pack up the ring etc <laughs> what it's because i said backside no it's because you said coming into the backside hey. more more. Mm. <laughs> beautiful it. hot um it's a, it's like, it's almost like you need some form of wrestling related podcast to uh to come back yeah no. but the problem is i don't have time for that show because i'm either i'm off doing wrestling shit um yeah so today uh because the normal audio visual individual uh they were out uh this week so i i got i got a phone call on i sent a bunch of messages on friday being like hey are you coming to the show sunday and i was like no my car's fucking fucked i can't get there and they're like, oh, but if you do, do you want to be audio visual person and we'll pay you? 
I'm like, I will find a way to get there. <laughs> so yeah, so I spent today being uh, audio visual man, which is which is great. It's so it's not too intense. It sounds fancy than it really is. It's just like I I was just responsible for like all the theme music and all that timing and stuff like that, and just sort of keeping the the energy of the place I guess going because you know entrances and uh, in, incredibly important within a, within a wrestling company because a lot of character comes across in it, make sure it sounds good, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then the music that gets played throughout, just making sure, you know, the good energy. It was fun. It was really cool. So I sat there with, you know, the run sheet to my left, OBS on my on the right, with all the entrances and like hops hopping. And it was, it, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was something that I've, um, I really, really needed um, this week. So for anyone that does follow me on Twitter, uh, you would have seen at some point that I just posted a tweet that was like, I've been thinking about it. I'm fucking depressed. And the answer is, I'm fucking depressed. I have, uh, it's been a really rough couple-ish weeks. Um, it's been a rough couple of months, um, really. But um, I'll elaborate on that in a, in a minute. Um, but yeah, like this week has just been more rough than than normal. And then, but today, today has been, was really, really good. Like get out of the house, go do it, um, go be do something that I, that I'm thoroughly enjoying with people that are, that are, that are great for me, that are supportive. And I was able to provide some value that kind of, you know, it did tick all the boxes for me in terms of what, and fun fact, uh, attending wrestling shows and working them is a psychologist approved according to, so I had a psych appointment on this week and I was explaining what I do and how much I enjoy it. And they're like, well then in order to help your current, depression run i suggest you keep doing it i'm like okay what a shame more than happy to um but yeah so essentially yeah the last couple of months have been pretty fucking rough i haven't talked about it publicly um that's probably time i i kind of did um so back in november um my wife and i separated uh, because I was unwell and broken and a lot of things and mostly, mostly me. Like there wasn't some challenges that we had, but that's all personal stuff and whatever. But either way, I made the call for a number of different reasons. And in that time I have lived by myself for the first time. I lived with you for a little bit of that time as well. You know, big thank you, Max, for letting me open your house. Um, and now X amount of months past that, like my... I don't know. Either it's all coming to a head because I spent the most time focusing on my son and my job and, you know, just all these things, keeping keeping everything going, just surviving. And either it's all coming to a head now and it's starting to like literally kick my face in and I'm just having a really, really rough time. I don't know. Could it be seasonal as well? Because we're heading into autumn, which is going to head in, you know, like the, it's, it's darker, time zone, uh, daylight savings, you know, it's colder, all these different things playing into it once. I don't know. But yeah, I've had a really, really rough run in the last week and a bit. Now, I'm not telling all you lovely people at home um, this to make you feel bad or sad or whatever. Just that, you know, we, we we do our very best to be as open and honest on this show as we can. Like, you know, we talk about it being a personality-driven show. And that comes with the good of our personality, the bad of our personality, whatever it is, the good things, bad things, we share it on this show. And while also talking about PlayStation. <laughs> um, but like that also does tie in to 
the gaming. So I've not really played anything this week because I just haven't had the motivation to do so. So instead of playing anything, I've just kind of been like lying on the couch, just staring at YouTube. Like I've really, found, I did find this one cool channel though. I'm going to give the channel a plug. Uh, the channel is called, it's a woman named Haley Elizabeth. And what she does is she talks about conspiracies, um, you know, true, uh, true crime or all, all those sort of categories, um, like cryptozoology and stuff. But while she sits there and, and essentially gives a verbal essay to you about this topic, she does her own makeup. So she starts the show with like just clean face and go, all right, let's talk about the Bermuda Triangle. And then over the next 40 minutes, she's talking about the Bermuda Triangle, why applying makeup. Now, I, I've worked at home a couple of days this week because my car shit the bed. The radiator just fucking hard gave out. So I can't get to work. I can't go places. I've just been home. Um, and yeah, so like I'd be working on my computer. I'd start the episode, see it with clean face. I'm like, yep, yeah, no worries. Like, listening to the Bermuda Triangle stuff. I look up, she's like halfway done. I'm like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Look back down. Tip it around my keyboard, look back up. And then suddenly she's end the episode, face all done. I'm like, you know what? Well done. I learned something and I, and I'm very impressed with your makeup work. That was nice. But anyway, in terms of that, yeah, games, like we've had a, I got a bunch of codes right now. We both have a bunch of codes right now. So these are the ones that are sitting on my PlayStation that I barely touched. MLB, the show that came through, haven't touched it yet. Wild West came through. I played it for like 10 minutes and I just, my brain just wasn't there. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands we've been playing. I have not played any more of it. Um, what else was there? Ghostwire Tokyo, I've not played any more of because it wasn't it hasn't been landing for me, nor have I been in the minds to do so. Horizon Forbidden West, I still haven't finished, even though I'm like two missions away by the looks. Um Elden Lego Ring. Star Wars. Oh yeah, Star Lego Star Wars, which code came through this week as well. I've played like an hour <laughs> and a bit. Um, and then I just kind of once again lost interest as well. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of different things that, that that have come our way. And apologies to all those individuals that have provided those codes to us. We much appreciate it. I'm just sorry that I've not been rad, so I've not been able to um, to do it. Uh, but I know that you've because of your because of your own <laughs> family this week. Obviously, the, the passing of your uncle we talked about last week, and having family down, um, <clears throat> you've barely touched anything either, right? Yeah, I think I've played maybe an hour total of games. I dipped my toe into Lego Star Wars for a bit. Well, we um, talk about our very first, that, very early impressions of Lego. That so game, the Lego games are so fun and whimsical. Like, the, you know, you're running through. So I started at episode, is it episode four? Is it episode four? New the Hope, first one yeah, New Hope is, yeah, yeah, four, yeah. yeah. So I started with episode four. So I'm running around as, uh, I mean, everyone, everyone sees Star Wars at this point. So yeah, running around as, as Leia, trying to find uh, the droid to, to send the famous, help me, help me, everyone can be your, my, your only hope. And as I'm running through the ship, trying to find the droid, there's just random stormtroopers in jacuzzis having <laughs> party bathtubs and stuff while yeah. everyone else is getting shot up on the ship it's great um so i've played about half an hour of that i've done like the first four missions i've made it to to tatooine i've met um the tatooine that you meet old mate ben yeah Kenobi. yeah sand planet yeah um and then you know we've met we've met han solo and we found we found out I've I've just rebuilt the the Millennium Falcon, so mm -hmm. I, I'm like super early on. Yeah, the game is fun. Yeah. It's got that it's got that easy playability being a Lego game. It's it's very clearly targeting a, a younger audience. So obviously it's very yeah in its combat very simplistic. 
the auto aim is crazy good uh for for blasters that the the melee combat if you're playing as one of the <clears throat> one of the jedi is awesome uh, i mean to a degree it's kind of just button mashing at the start there there are some skill trees that you can focus into but i'm too early to get into that at the moment have pardon me haven't really explored it much myself uh i played like like yourself about 10 minutes of wild west mm. um that game is it looks rad but it also looks deep in yeah. its in its mechanics and i was just not in the right frame of mind to learn those mechanics uh it's it's kind of that uh 2.5d isometric early fallout style mm. gameplay and it looks rad but i just i couldn't wrap my head around it I'd, i played it like super late at night i'd been up all day working and whatnot and it was just it was a bit intense for uh for me to jump into um and lastly i'm currently downloading mlb the show yeah i so um we were obviously provided a code ryan's like hey and i'm like no i probably won't play it uh and then i'm like no check it out and then i remember that i have games pass so i'm checking it out but we were provided a code so i'll probably eventually play it on playstation also yeah um but yeah so yeah to, to jump off your th- your thoughts about with uh, lego star wars it is very cool so there, there's a couple of changes that they've made here so this is essentially a remake of the th- they, they, they previously they had made the lego games for uh, episodes one two and three and four five and six where this includes seven eight nine because they did do lego star wars force awakens but they never did last jedi or the rise of skywalker they were pumping them all together here um so that's cool you get all nine episodes uh of star wars so i i'm apologies because you know five of them are trash um but that's cool but they've taken they made yeah made a lot of subtle gameplay changes well that like gone is that 2.5 d uh that we've used for the old lego games we're here they've now gone an over the shoulder action adventure-esque style um which is a big improvement uh however at least playing in episode one you can um, you might have to attest to episode uh, four here but they rather in in, in previous uh, Lego iterations, they pull the voice or dialogue from the movie or franchise that they're pulling from, like Lego Jurassic Park, just pulled voice out of the Jurassic Park movie. We're here. They've tried to get sound alikes or um, voice actors. Whoever they got to do the the Qui Gon Jin Liam Neeson, horrendous. The person they got to do Ewan McGregor. Not too bad, as Obi-Wan Kenobi. The individual they got for Jar Jar Binks. Look, Jar Jar Binks as a character is already kind of an, uncom- an uncomfortable <laughs> racial stereotype. But then you have someone imitating that uncomfortable racial racial stereotype. It makes it so much noticeably worse. It's rough. And also because a big a big part of Phantom Menace is just like diplomacy and talking and politics, like they kind of speed run through the start of the game because they're like, look, none of this is action. It's like push, 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 push. It's like, like no trade negotiations here because that's really unfun to play. But yeah, look, there's a bunch of improvements here. Um, I imagine we'll see more as, as the games progress as we get into each of the... <sighs> Star Wars movies, which is fun. You know, there's like 400 something unlockable characters to play. 
a bunch of extras and you know if you it is still at its core the lego games that you would love it's all about breaking and punching and things to make them into the bricks and then you get the bricks and the bricks become the coins and you use those coins to buy more bricks or whatever it's a bunch of stupid fun but yeah as you said weird west dense so i didn't really dive into it too hard but i was like oh I'm, if my brain's there i'll give this some more time uh and i think that's kind of only everything i've jumped into this week at least this week Oh, yeah, WA2K20. I played a little bit more of one, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands as well. Um, have you put any more in that yet? Uh, yeah, I got to a point. Um, so I've done essentially the, the, the first area. I've unlocked the second zone. And then it hit me with a, hey, this is a high-level area. We recommend you hit level 17. Come back later. I'm like, okay, I will do that. And yeah, I, did like I a won't do sides. that. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I did a couple of side quests, but yeah, like I said, because I've had family down and I don't get to see them very often, yeah. I just like super haven't played games this week. And uh, that does, um, that, that's fine. That does and, happen. And like, and like, spoiler alert, it may happen again next weekend because they're yeah. down for Easter. Like my dad gets in Good Friday um, and my, my dad, I haven't seen my dad in like two years because he's like, he super hates taking time off work. Mm. Well, uh, being, well being, being someone who runs his own business he's like i gotta work gotta work gotta yeah. work and we've managed to get him to take easter off so that he's coming down for for a visit so it's yeah. gonna be awesome well we'll have a look at the week ahead and if it is relatively unimportant we might take the easter weekend off we don't take mm. a lot of time off either you know as even right now we're sitting here recording at nine o'clock on a sunday night because of our busy weekend and our weekends you know we're both doing our best to be more engaged with our families um, or, you know, be more social. Um, so like, we were like, well, let's just keep pushing. Like we, we, we used to have a real set time and bit by bit, it keeps getting pushed back and it's probably going to be Sunday nights moving forward. Anyway, there's alternate plans. We will need to discuss them again too. Um, but yeah, we might have to look at that. Maybe we can have next week off because I don't see anything of major note happening in the coming week. Yeah. Nor do I, but. Who knows? Yeah. Sony may drop another blog post and they've acquired another studio. Yeah. We'll wait and, we'll wait and see. But if you guys don't see a show on Monday, that's why. We would like to take any, you know, because it's also school holidays. So I'm going to take some time to hang out with my kid. Because, you know, due to the circumstance that I said before, I don't, I don't see him often anymore. And it's genuinely heartbreaking. Um, so if I'm given the opportunity, I'm going to spend as much time with him as I can when I can. And when it's school holidays and I don't have to work, I'm fucking hanging out with my kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. So yeah, if nothing happens, that's why we won't see us next week. We'll do our best. No promises. <laughs> On Thursday, we'll have a behind closed door meeting. We'll, we'll have a, a quick perusal of what's happened Monday to Thursday. And if it's nothing, it's like, yeah, we'll, go, we'll see you guys next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> There will be a Twitter post. We will actually let people know this time. <laughs> we don't normally like not record a show. The only time that we, because the only time that we just don't record, like I think the last time we didn't record shows and didn't say anyone was November when all my shit went down. So there yeah. you go. All right. Well, let's get into like, let's back end that unhappiness uh, with an ad read. <laughs> As we discussed previously, the Man Manscaped uh, have 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 been very happy with us and they're wanting to continue their support of the show. But it's not just uh, about keeping your nethers clean, Max. Um, you know, Australian Autumn is here and luckily the sponsors of today's show, 
Well, the players, Manscaped, are here to make sure the leaves are falling off your tree as smoothly as possible. The fourth generation performance package, which includes the signature Lawnmower 4.0, which is not behind me because I used it, has all the tools equipped to keep you keep you calm and collected through all uh, through all weather uncertainty. Time to join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to au.manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FTP at checkout. Always remember, when you trim your weeds, the tree stands taller. But to kick off that new routine, as we mentioned, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention, Max, that it's waterproof? So that's right. No, no longer are you having to, you know, do it over the over the your bathroom tiles. You can do it in the shower. The shower catches it, puts it all down the, the all down the drain. So as you know, using the analogy that we, you've you've just created, no no need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. Equipped with an LED light, uh, you, so you know it'll be a major asset to your new shower routine. And the start of autumn also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. That's right. They don't they don't just shave balls. They save balls. There you go. That's a proper ad read there for Manscaped. Have you, ha, have, how's your Manscaping this week, Max? We'll back end it with our, with our it, real it, experiences. It, it is actually starting to get to the point where we may need to retrim those edges. Hot. <laughs> Hot. So it's being, apparently my hair grows ridiculously slowly because this is, what, about a month and a half now? Yeah. Since we since we started our manscaping journey, mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just in time. So I actually have my uh, when we when we first started, I signed up for their. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll explain. I just had a thought process. Me like, um, I signed up for their by. I think I I think I set it to bi monthly. So every second month, I will get a new uh, set of razor heads and some more mm. um, nose. Thingies? Ball, to- ball toner. Ball toner. Yep. So I'm almost out of that. And I, it's going to be, it's going to arrive just in time for uh, my autumn's clean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Like, you know, look, it, you said it's coming that time. And, you know, as you said, you, you've got old fucking Nana Cooper staying in the in your bed. Like, you're going to come home from work and be like, Nan, the fuck out. I'm going to shave my ball sack. Get out. And then you go to bed and have a snooze. But like I said, like I, I have been using uh, all the formulations. That's like, you know, the shampoo, the body wash, the, the deodorant, etc. Every day, sometimes twice a day, because I love showering. Showering is great. And I smell good. I feel good. So even though while you've done all your trimming and whatnot, you can like also smell good and keep clean. Because not it's not just about keeping everything trimmed. It's also about keeping everything clean. Like doesn't look it doesn't always just look good, but doesn't smell good. 
clean your shit up. But once again, if you too want to support this show while also keeping yourself uh, nice, clean, and tidy, because remember, it is Manscaped, but it's also Humanscaped, uh, just because it is titled for a masculine individual doesn't mean that you can't use it on your other parts. If you head over to au.manscaped.com, use the promo code FTP, you save yourself 20% off and you get free worldwide shipping. So big thank you to the team over at Manscaped for helping support the show for another week. Bingo, done. Max, let's talk about this this week in news. And essentially, we call Inform the Players, we tell you all about what happened this week in PlayStation. It's been a fairly light week for PlayStation-specific news, especially on the back end of the last few weeks where we've had tons. So let's kick some stuff off with some PSVR 2 adjacent news. So Unreal Engine 5 is currently being uh, is being made available to all developers starting earlier this week. But as part of a presentation from the publisher, it has been confirmed that PlayStation VR 2 titles and the new IP from Haven Studios will also be running on Unreal Engine 5. It's not disclosed what PSVR 2 games will be running on Unreal Engine 5, although the first game out of PlayStation Studios' newest recruit joins a new entry uh, into the Witcher series on the engine. Uh, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, CDPR announced that they were work- that they were moving away from their red engine to work with Unreal 5, mm-hmm. so that's cool. So both the PSVR 2 and Haven Studio logos were shown on a graph detailing what studios are currently using the Unreal Engine 5 for their games. Uh, PSVR 2 appears in the top right of that, while Haven Studios is currently sitting in the bottom left. They are joined by the likes of Supermassive Games, Focus Entertainment, and 2K. Like, it's really so it's good comes, that so a lot like of... Everyone's starting to move to, to Unreal Engine 5. It obviously being made available to developers earlier this week means everyone can start using it, working on it, getting their... You know, getting hands-on, getting face-on, depending on what they're, what they're using it for. Like, it's looking like it's getting... Um... Like it's um, been also, around for a little while. Yeah, don't forget the the Matrix game that is currently oh. available on PlayStation Five to download, free download. That was made in Unreal Engine Five. So if you want to see what it can do, go check that out. Well, that's what I was about to drop, actually, because yeah, because like well, you know, we, we, no, no, it's fine. We've had people, you know, <laughs> we have seen um, people dipping in and out of Unreal Engine Five. They're mostly it's been sort of tech demos, like that video we saw X amount of time ago, and then we saw the first real playable thing in that Matrix demo. Um, and we're hearing about more and more studios getting their hands on it. As you gave a list here of like Haven and Two K and Supermassive, but there's also the likes of uh, this week there was the drop that a new Tomb Raider game is coming from uh, Crystal Dynamics Crystal it's in its very early production however but they are using Unreal Engine 5 as well which is really cool because like that first video that they showed kind of had real Tomb Raider sort of vibes to it so it's kind of nice like oh shit well if that means that we might be getting a Tomb Raider game in that level of scope detail and intensity thumbs I up assume that me. Mean, I, sh- I assume that means Crystal Dynamics is done with the Marvel's Avengers game yeah, I, I, all I can hope is that it's better. All I can hope is that it's better. But yeah, no, I'm really excited because it's one of those things like if you looked at the games that were first made on Unreal Engine 4 and then what, you know, where Unreal Engine 4 ended, where they're looking at over here, like the scope of which these games have grown over that time is amazing. And we look at Unreal Engine 5 right now and we're already impressed with what it can deliver. Imagine what we're going to see once people have been spending a number of years with it, building it, growing it. It's, it could be absolutely amazing. I'm very, very excited. Speaking of amazing, though, over this week, the BAFTAs took place. These are the British uh, Art, Film, and Television Awards. Mm. 
yeah, nailed it. So if you want to talk about things that are amazing, this is the people winning stuff. So it was a great night for Sony at the BAFTAs earlier this week. Uh, Returnal bought home Game of the Year. Uh, Jane Perry also won performer of the performer in a leading role of the year as Celine Vassos in Returnal. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart took home two separate awards, one for technical achievement and the other for animation. And No Man's Sky received the award for best evolving game. Max, do you believe these are well earned? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, Returnal was absolutely fantastic. Um, it did get overlooked in a lot of game of the year awards that that have previously been out obviously uh it takes two took home a lot of those don't get me wrong it takes two is a fantastic game uh but i think the entire package of returnal being being a, a, a not so much completely out of house mark's wheelhouse but going from those very arcadey smaller scoped games mm. to this to something on this scale uh was a real piece of work and yeah. i think that i think i think it is very well deserved like between its gameplay its visuals the sound design behind the game itself uh you know you know uh you know jane perry won for her performance as celine it's such an intriguing game and uh with the with the recent update they've added more story content yeah so it- that it's it's telling more of that vague obscure story that you got in the base game and they've added more as a free upgrade, like a free update. Mm. But, and like to make things even better again, I, what I love, as you said, like when it comes to Housemark, like Housemark ha- having never taken a game of this scope, uh, of this potential, of this ma- just complete, complete plan, right? So be able to see them not just deliver an amazing game, but also have them receive the correct acknowledgement for it could only make me, it makes me feel happy and very excited for the, for the, for the potential future of Housemark. Cause like they were not, they were never in trouble, but like when the, the, you know, there was a time that they wanted to step away from the arcadey games of the past and they tried to go into that uh, that Battle Royale game, which I, I can't remember what they what it was called at the time. But which, you know, that, that's where they were heading because they thought they needed to go with what the what the masses wanted because they were finding that there was a very big ceiling with the games that they were previously making. It turns out turns out they just needed to modify the games that they were already making into a current age. And they have done so absolutely successfully with Returnal. So big, uh, big, uh, un- unmeasured congratulations to the team over at Housemark. Ratchet and Clank, uh, the team over at uh, in- Insomniac. Uh, cool. I, I, animation, I agree with. Technical achievement, though. I re- I, I, all this is showing me is that I potentially have underestimated the back end of Ratchet and Clank. Like, I'm like, there's no way it can be that impressive. Like, it's all so linear and it's... I must mm. be totally wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. Speaking of things that could be wrong, let's talk <laughs> some rumors. <laughs> um, well done. Well done. So, do you remember all the way back in June of 2020, Ryan? Uh, at, a an EA play, <laughs> at an EA Play Live event, a new Need for Speed game was confirmed to be in development. According to VentureBeat reporter Jeff Grubb earlier this week, the next Need for Speed will be coming to PlayStation 5, but not PS4. Developed primarily by Criterion Games, the studio has apparently ditched last-gen versions in favor of focusing on newer technology. 
Grubb reports the game, quote, should be coming in November, quote, of 2022, and asserts the game is skipping last gen. Quote, if you are, need for, if you are a Need for Speed fan who has bought a next-gen console, here's some news. It's next-gen only. They are shifting to next-gen only. End quote. Yes, I'm, in case, to, just to reiterate, it's next-gen <laughs> only. Now, I remember there, wasn't there some sort of leaked yeah, there was early some leaked, dev footage? Like, early gray, gray screen, like gray box. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit rough. So, uh, and then nothing since. Yeah, what's impressive about this, this is... Um, so since the acquisition of, uh, was the acquisition of like Criterion? Was that, was that only recent? Either way, EA, last one they did was Need for Speed Heat, which was a lot of fun. I quite enjoyed Need for Speed Heat. And it's, I think we're discussing this around like Gran Turismo and then of Forza as well. Um, one of the best ways to show off next gen or then what is a next generation of visuals, uh, is car, is car games because they're relatively simple comparatively. You're not having to build giant fuck off worlds. You can kind of just make it really focused and the, at least the cars can look fantastic. Um, with Horizon, was it Motorsport or so was it Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport that came out recently? Horizon ah, five. Okay. So, well, that kind of ruins Motors- my- I think Motorsport's- Yeah. This- next it's next yeah because i was gonna say like with uh gt7 being that um, a much more focused sim racer uh and i guess horizon's probably closest to what need for speed used to deliver um which would be cool but you know when you've got criterion working on your need for speed game who are best known for the burnout games do you think that we're gonna get next gen level like car smashing. I mean, that's the dream. But if that's the case, why wouldn't they go back to using the the burnout? I'm assuming think, they still have. Do you think Need for Speed has a longer legacy than of a name? I mean, I mean burnout. Uh, yes, but in recent years, it hasn't been good. No, but like the, but I I think for the- so just because. Just because there there has been more more Need for Speed games and Burnout games, I think the love for the Burnout IP may be stronger than that of Need for Speed, just because of the the lack of quality in the yeah. last few Need for Speed titles. Like I don't think there's been a great one since like Underground Two ish. Uh, well, like, yeah, Heat was okay. I enjoyed there's, Heat. There's, there's some been some odd ones that have been alright, but. They, they lost something along the way, and I can't pinpoint when or where it was, mm. or what it or what it even was to a degree. Um, but yeah, it's just they just haven't hit the same as those old PlayStation Two classic Need for Speed era. Yeah, because I think it comes down to as we've ch- as consoles have grown and the expectation of what can be delivered has grown. You start to realize how kind of relatively surface level a racing game can be. Especially an arcade racer. Like obviously sim racers are much more deep than what than what the hold the hold the accelerator for as long as you possibly can until you hit a corner and then handbrake unrealistically around that corner. Like yeah, you're right. To a degree the the surface level of an of a need for speed esque game has been very minor. Yeah, because it's one of those things like, you know, it's because it, a racing game is just racing. And then like now, back in the day, there were less 
uh, prolific racing games, right? So you had Need for Speed and you would probably get your Burnout or Juiced or, you know, Auto Modelista was one I remember for some fucking reason. Gran Turismo, Midnight Club. Like they kind (laughs) of like, but none of them really landed. Like if you were head of the pack, if you were winning the race, quote unquote, also good pun, you were cut, you were standing strong, which in this case, that's what Need for Speed was because they were running off the back of, of Need for Speed Underground, Underground 2, Carbon, you know, like the ones that kind of really capitalized on that whole street racing movement of the 2000s, especially around Fast and the Furious, etc. But like even Fast and the Furious changed the direction of what they were making. And you know, tuna cars and like that street performance, like neons and woofers. And like, it's not as it's so much in the, in the popular zeitgeist that it's kind of tough to do that again. Like the only reason they could do that now is if they were to remake underground two and it's just a nostalgia pop. And that would be the only benefit. Yeah, of it, I right? mean, the other thing is they could, I, I know they did it a few years back, but do most wanted. But well, yeah, they've, they've redone think, Most Wanted three it, times already. Yeah, but I think it was missing couch local multiplayer, which is like one of the best things about it. You're sitting on the couch with your friend, someone's yeah. a cop, one person's See, but, a straight racer, and then you're you're missing that. And, and I know a lot of yeah. games have moved away from that couch co-op these days. It's you know with everyone being online and, and ready of readily available i i see that but there are still benefits to that local multiplayer yeah I mean, but it's Tiny also it's, it's, it recently it's a tech, uh, it's a technical bottleneck that's the problem so previously yeah no it really is because previously you were able to kind of like if it's anything wasn't visually demanding especially like they are now you could just duplicate it because you're essentially mm. running two of the same thing and if you've got a game that's running in 4k or 1440 upscale yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and you suddenly have to duplicate that they like they is a lot of grunt to it's needed like if you play like a lot of call of duty games now still support local co-op you do it and it chugs like it becomes almost unplayable like when they because the frame rates disgusting you know the visuals hard drop you know it just doesn't look and play the same like there's there's a a lot of benefit of lower poly counts and not as intense detail you know but that like that's also part of the is that is that part of the problem of the growing expectation around what a game should deliver or is yeah. that um just because as games have grown naturally this is becoming harder because i think if you make a game that's couch co-op people will play at couch co-op but we're, it's, it's all about whether the system itself can run them mm. i'm probably giving more maybe i'm giving more credit than credit's due but uh we'll we'll see how we go there Are you doing this next one, or is or am I? Uh, uh, you're you're up. You feel, oh. I mean, I can I can do it if you want, but like, uh, well, if you want, I know, I know, well, no, I know you're you a big fan this. of Ubisoft games. You do this because then I can do the next one, and then you get your quick biddies back for this week. All right. Well, let's talk about Ubisoft's Shooter Royale. Apparently, Ubisoft is reportedly developing a new battle royale game, possibly codenamed Pathfinder. This is according to industry tips to Tom Henderson, who writes that gameplay will be team-based with groups attempting to reach the middle of a map in order to fight a big AI boss. The report also suggests that player characters will be distinct heroes, each with their own abilities akin to that of Overwatch or Apex Legends. However, the project is still in its early stages. If all of this is true, then Pathfinder is pretty much going to be Ubisoft's second attempt 
at a Battle Royale shooter following on from Hyperscape, which is due to shut down later this month. Following a statement from Ubisoft back in December, basically the company explained that no one was playing the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is on the back of them also canning all support for Ghost Recon Breakpoint uh, yeah, just after they tried to bunch of NF- NFTs in it. So if that doesn't tell you about the 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 how bullshit nfts are also side note i guest starred on a uh, guest hosted uh what guest appearance what the fuck my brain is melty i guessed i guessed appearance did on uh, news to reviews this week and uh if you want to hear me absolute rant about oh, nfts how are they they're, they're lovely they're, they're, they're I always haven't, a good... spoken to, I haven't spoken to them in ages yeah zach and Lockie, it's always a good always a good chat and they do want to have yeah, you back on oh. again but yeah oh, I, I, would love to. I always enjoy that show it's a ton of fun like i i just got to be a real cynical prick for two hours it was awesome like, as opposed I, to normally on this show shut up <laughs> I, I, I just buried Elden ring for a while and you know I, I just, it was a ton How of fucking fun dare you. i know it was awesome <laughs> like because uh, both of them are really enjoying it and i'm like hi here's a bunch of criticisms and they're all like those criticisms are accurate but fuck you <laughs> but yeah I, so is it is it pathfinder or pathfinder and you spelt it wrong it's pathfinder and i mistyped it fuck off is this pathfinder i think it's pathfinder because that's Which is really weird. because that's very misleading like, because of the tabletop role-playing it? rule set I mean, of pathfinder I mean, it's, it's just a code name calm down pathfinder uh, has classes fuck off <laughs> I don't know. A Pathfinder Shooter Royale would be interesting because it's all oh, fantasy. It'd be, it'd be terrible. It would be garbage. See, <laughs> so that was in. Can you someone goes, oh, that's interesting in a positive, or that's interesting in a negative. It's very much interesting in a negative. Like, that's not good. Um, is it like, oh, this is a bigger question, Max. You know, the way most trends work is that something pops. And then within like three to five years, we start to see all the copycats. Mm. This is very much in that space. It's a copycat of Fortnite and Overwatch and like all those hero based and Apex that they mentioned here as well. Uh, Is this too late? There's no room. Like there's like, is there room? Is there no room? Like, how how would this even want to survive? If they tried to, if they tried to do it with Hyperscape and it failed, like what makes this different? I mean, I guess they're trying to get the the hero shooter crowd to come across the battle royales. Yeah, but like, there's they have those, I think, to a degree. Mm. I don't know. I don't play many battle royales. Me either. Does that say something as well? It means we probably suck at them, so we just don't play them. Look, can you not say something so painful yet so accurate? Because we're um, old. <laughs> yeah, look, I, look I, I loved PUBG. I think PUBG was a ton of fun. Fortnite, can't stand. But now they have the no build one, I'm like, maybe I'm interested yeah, now. Fortnite with no builds kind of rad. Yeah, that's, that sounds like... And if I go in there and I can get my God, my, my Kratos skin, I can get my Nathan, my Nathan Drake skin, I can get my um, fucking uh, Aloy skin... And I can play without, build, without having to build like a, a, you know, a nice, you know... 1960s Australian farmhouse um, while I'm, you know, while I'm someone shooting at someone, then I'm totally in. If I can do that, then I'm suddenly in, more interested in the game. Speaking of game that I'm super fucking interested in. Yeah, the, I'm super keen. The Quarry. 
Uh, Supermassive Games has always loved to blur the lines between games, interactive movies, and just straight up film with its titles. But its next experience, The Quarry, appears to go one step further. Selectable from the main menu is Movie Mode, which is, as the name would imply, allows you to sit back and watch the game from start to finish without ever pressing a button. You can set some parameters and then relax as everything plays out on screen. Detailed in a new IGN First video, Movie Mode sits just below the new game option on the main menu. Important to know. It presents you with a few options. Quote, everyone lives and quote, everyone dies. And or other, so there are two you can quickly select. But then there's also the director's chair. From here, you can tab through each playable character in the game and dictate their personality and reactions to specific situations. The video shows how you can pick between Laura being adept, erratic, or clumsy whilst under pressure. And the same goes for Ryan, not me, Nick, and Caitlin. You can change these parameters for all nine of the characters in the story. The Quarry launches on PlayStation 5 and PS4 on the 10th of June, 2022. Now, I did reach out to our friend Kat Benstead over at Hear Us Scream, uh, and she is like, shit, yes, I want to come talk about the, talk to the Quarry, talk about the Quarry with us. So we will be doing a special episode of uh, More of the Players with Kat uh, around June. Because the she's a question. huge horror movie buff, and I think she's the best person to uh, talk to about this. The biggest question, though, can I get the Platinum playing movie mode? Because uh, if you can, then I'm suddenly getting the Platinum. <laughs> can I set the parameters in such a way where I can get the Platinum in one playthrough without ever touching the controller? It'd be kind of awesome. Like, it just to see that potential would be so good. So good. But like, I love this though, because like, it's one of those things where if the game is X amount of time long and you want to see a run where everyone lives and you see a run where everyone dies. All right, cool. Like as an example. So I, I play games once rarely or ever will I play a game a second time, but I could watch a game a second time especially if it's completely different to the one that I played. It's certainly more tempting than watching. Like I, I'm not, I don't really want to watch some fucking YouTubers run of it or someone playing it on Twitch. No offense to YouTube. You know, we, we make content, you know, but I don't want to hear someone talking over me. I must, I just want to see it and I, it won't be compressed by the YouTubes. It'll be on 4k or whatever on my, on my televisions. I could sit back on my couch and be like, Hmm, yeah, everyone is living. I think they didn't make a bunch of bad choices like I did. That's I nice. I didn't fuck up that one QTE and now everyone's dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that happened to me in, in, in Little Hope. I was so fucking mad. I kept everyone alive until the last fight. And then some the, the guy with the glasses had to get jacked up. I was like, boo, boo. Fuck, I'm keen for this game though. Very, very keen. Uh, Ryan, quick biddies. Here's another <gasps> game that you're keen for. <laughs> Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town is coming to PlayStation 4 this summer, which I think is technically our winter. Yeah, very, very soon. Bow, 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 bow. Mm. Very excited. I think I talked about it previously. It ran like Garbo on the Switch. Put it on the PS4. If it runs better, then I'm suddenly super keen. Uh, Remedy has announced that it will be remaking PlayStation 2 Classics Max Payne and Max Payne 2 The Fall of Max Payne for the PlayStation 5 in partnership with Rockstar Games. Oh, man. Did you play uh, the Max Payne's back in the day? I didn't. I didn't oh, own a, what? Fun fact, I didn't own a PS2. 
Oh, well, I have two of them here if you want to uh, look, when, when PlayStation Plus comes out in June, maybe you can go back. But look, Max Payne's a ton of fun. Uh, one of its big selling points was it's uh, a lot of bullet time-esque gameplay, very similar to The Matrix. So the thing that I want to know about here, because it says they're remaking it, right? So if we look at uh, like even Alan Wake Remastered, like it looked awesome. It looked like a next-gen game, but it was... The example that I used on news to reviews was it's the same skeleton, but the meat is more delicious. Because it's like, you know, the it still felt like a 360 game, but it just looked better. Mm. So if but and like it's it's one of those things like where if you're building on an old game or an old foundation, an old skeleton in this in this poorly made example, regardless of how you put the muscle on the bone uh, and how you skin it, the foundation's still the same. And there's a lot of things in those early Max Payne games that would be unbearable now. So to go back and remake them completely, big win. But And also, if we're going on the back of what Remedy have done, because I believe it's using the same engine that they used to make Control. And, you know, we you know how much we loved Control, Max. We, we gave all the kisses to Control. So if they can do Max Payne-y shit... With con- in a in a controlly kind of way, in a controlled environment, <laughs> yeah, in a controlled environment, then I'm suddenly super invested. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Tactics Ogre Reborn has been trademarked by Square Enix. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> it's a very old tactical game. It, what it probably means is we're getting a mobile version. Okay, <laughs> not a new one. Who knows though? Uh, Dying Light Two is getting a new game plus later this month. Oh, you gonna play it again? probably not oh I did not enjoy Dying Light 2 as much as I enjoyed Dying Light 1 uh, Two Point Campus has been pushed back to August oh what oh <laughs> Sniper Elite 5 has gone gold ahead of its May release man I didn't know about Two Point Campus getting pushed but Max support has ended for Ghost Recall and Breakpoint yeah I talked about that before I'm sad about and, Two Point Campus <laughs> and Monkey Island could possibly be making its return this year, a better, a better, but because everything gets delayed, it'll be next year. Yeah, so I bet it will get pushed pushed back, just like Two Point Campus. <laughs> really excited for Two Point Campus. You'll All have right. to, you'll have to wait for graduation another couple of months. Yeah. No, well, here's the upcoming titles that aren't Two Point Campus. Road ninety six coming to PS four and PS five on April fourteenth. <laughs> Sally Face coming to PS four and PS five also April fifteenth. And Winter and Ember, PS4 and PS5 coming April 19th. So literally fucking nothing to play this way. <laughs> Which is good because as we said at the start of the show, I have nine codes that I should of games I should be playing instead of looking at any new one that's coming out. So my bad. <laughs> yeah, I know that, Phil. It's, so what, it's yeah. 100% a first world problem, but... Yeah, it's, it's once again, it's, it's very much like, Oh, we got all these free games you had to play. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's such a weird, like... Don't get us wrong, we are super appreciative. Oh, yeah, no, we are very, very, very grateful. We are going to get to them. It's just been a doozy of a time. Yeah, and if we look towards the rest of this year, like, there's nothing... Like, near on nothing has a locked date. So I'm like, eh, the rest of the year's gonna be dead. This is play. We'll, We'll get to it later. Look, um, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo still might be shit in six months from now, but I'll play it in six months from now. 
I did poo on that game a lot. News reviews as well. Eh, it's not hitting me either, to be no. honest. I, yeah, I think, you, I think you enjoyed it initially more than I did because of your love for Japan and because you've been there. Like, I've been on that street. I'm like, I've never been in that street in my life. It just Is the street this has such poor frame rate in real life? But the repetitiveness of the... Of the finger blasting, it's kind of wearing on me. Yeah. It is funny to say finger blasting around Japan, but even then has its surface level entertainment. Speaking of surface level entertainment, thank you so much for joining us this week. <laughs> oh, jeez. I hope you've had a good time. Um, sorry, I've not been awesome and I've not played any games. Um, and I hope I've still managed to somewhat entertain oh, entertain you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The what? one good thing about uh, recording this late on a Sunday night, apparently Kingdom Hearts 4 has just been announced with an epic launch trailer. Really? Yeah, apparently six minutes ago. Well, you're a, you're, you have a hard on for Final... For, uh, nope, for Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> All right, boot, boot it up. Live react <laughs> to it. You know what? We've got a couple of minutes left, Max. Live react to it for me. Well, it is their 20th anniversary. Tell me what you see, because I don't fucking care. So tell me what you see. That's a fucking seven-minute trailer. Oh, that's 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 no, that's no, got to be gameplay and stuff, right? I'm not doing seven minutes. Uh, I'm just going to, like, quickly skip some stuff. This is, re- this is really loud in my ear. <laughs> <clears throat> Why does it look like a, a chibi-style tactical? Oh, here we go. There's some real gameplay now. <laughs> Well, as everyone knows, Kingdom Hearts is ridiculous with their story continuity between uh, all the games that are on three different platforms yeah, exclusively. Yeah, over two fucking to the square root of I'm nine. Sl- <laughs> <laughs> I slept for 364 years <laughs> divided by two. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally not live reacting to a seven minute video. That's crazy. Yeah, fuck that noise. Um, there must be lots of stuff in here because it looks like there's some mobile stuff. There looks like some... Oh, so they're just kind of like blowing their load on Kingdom Hearts shit. There's there's a car being picked up by the darkness. We're in the real world now. I'm super confused. I just there's more like, Keyblade. The there's- one thing that I always like about, about Kingdom Hearts is when they just pull cool, obscure Disney worlds out. You know, I was like, oh, here's a Toy Story world. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And then, I've, then I, I'm like, oh, I want to play this. And then I play it and boy, I fucking hate it. They dance to the well, tunes, and then obviously because because it's a Disney game, are we gonna get to see? Are they gonna be Marvel worlds? Star now? Wars, Marvel. <gasps> I mean, there's always. I think there was Star Wars last time. Like we got Pirates of the Caribbean and all that stuff. Was there a Star Wars? No, I can't remember. Was there? But, did, could, could we get Marvel worlds? Marvel. Oh, can I have Man as a companion? You fucking Titus, whatever his prick name is. Haley Joel Osment goes to uh, Asgard. This Disney could, developed by Square Enix. This could be cool. I still won't it play be cool. it because it's fucking weeby. Anyways, as we're saying, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had a lovely time. Uh, let us know what you think of the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer that went for seven minutes. And Max, says, I don't want to talk about it. He's really locked into watching it right now. Yeah, I'm still listening to what you're saying. I wouldn't. Kind of, kind of, sort of, maybe. It, look, it's it's quarter to ten on a fucking Sunday night. I've got to go to work in two hours. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to edit this and die. Right, and I've think- been awake since eight o'clock this morning. All right, wrap it up, Max. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, everyone. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. 
like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head to twitch.tv slash popculturist, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening to some podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are listening, if you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash the pop culturist, as well as our merchandise top across the slash shop, where you buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Or you can help support the show. You can help support the brands, help support us, which includes the likes of Manscaped. So if you head over to au.manscaped.com, use the promo code FTP, save yourself 20% off uh, and get free worldwide shipping. But until next week, where we've hopefully have played some games, I'm Ryan Betson. And I'm watching the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. Fucking nerd. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next, maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Have a, have a happy Easter, everyone. We may or may not see you because families and chocolate and stuff.